good. Yeah, like even like good. it's way better than Ask Jeeves. Than what? Ask Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a little like uh, little guy. Yeah. Jeeves. He's like yeah, a little yeah, butler. Like a little, yeah, yeah. He had such a weird face. The sun is shining in Canada. It's finally summer. I'm enjoying a nice golden pint of beer, and my counterpart is drinking a white wine. Um, explain yourself. I mean, what are you doing over there, Jimmy? Ah, you know, I was actually going to go with a shot of tequila today, but uh, walking home, you know, all the beautiful terraces in Montreal looking nice, and I'm not a big red wine fan. Had some white wine in the fridge, so I figured, hey... What a nice day for a little glass of white wine. That doesn't make me too sleepy. I can't get red wine. Like I can't. I don't like red wine. It makes me all like sleepy and depressed. So I like the. I like the white wine. Uh, I'm drinking a out. golden delicious beer, a Milwaukee Ice. It's a probably the cheapest beer you can get here in Ontario. Nice. Is it like? Is it like a regular beer? Like why is it called Ice? I believe it's a higher percent. I think it's five point five percent. Okay. Yeah, okay. For all you Americans out there, the minimum usually in Canada is five percent. Usually, the drier ice is an extra point five percent. But for the same price, I'm going to go for the extra alcohol content. You know, we need some alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So yeah, we got we got a grand old show here for you. I hope you're enjoying this. Maybe you're sitting out on a terrace having a drink yourself. We're going to get into some great topics today. Uh, talk about the energy drink and a bit of the soda market. Do some Google I.O. recap. Uh, we're going to have Rusty in here for a little interview. Yeah, we got a, we got a dope show. Um, yeah, packed day today. Yeah, absolutely packed uh, for sure. Why don't we start it off here because we're drinking. Um, I know a lot of people have issues when they go out Friday night after work. The issue isn't Friday night, it's Saturday morning and all day Saturday sub- subsequently, is the hangover sets in and zero gets accomplished on a Saturday, or a Sunday for mm-hmm. that matter. So I know you were putting together a little handbook, a little cheat sheet for us out there. Uh, how do you get stuff done on a hangover on the weekend? What are some Yeah, tips? well, you know, yeah, for sure. I think it's uh, an area where you and I are both very well versed. It's getting stuff done on a nice hangover, especially we used to swim early Saturday morning. So uh, had that had that experience from an early age going out Friday nights. Um, you know, one thing, I mean, it's all about, there's two, two main things. It's about preparation before the Saturday hangover. And it's about, it's about the day of what you can do to, to, to make it better, you know? So one thing you got to drink water all night sporadically, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make you a wuss if you drink a glass of water in between like a few beers here and there. It just keeps, keeps, keeps you hydrated and will reduce the hangover. Um, and then the day, like sometimes even what I like to do is put a water bottle or a Gatorade bottle under my pillow so that when I get home, no matter how smashed I am, you just, you have it there. It's reminded, it's all cuddled in your pillow. You just chug it down and when you get to bed, wake up the next morning, you feel a little better. Yes, that's true. Uh, Electrolytes replenishing the night of. That's uh, that's a great point. Yeah. I know when I went to Europe, uh, what we were doing was having like electrolyte packs. Like uh, they're pretty <laughs> much for like little kids. Like they're like Pedialyte. It's like for kids with like diarrhea, but it really helps you retain the water and helps to cure the hangover the next day. So if you're if you really need to get some stuff done, but you really feel like partying, I would uh, I would recommend one of those. They really do work. Um, and then in terms of the day of, I mean, force the early day. You know, some people, they like, you know, they turn over, they lie around in bed 
and you just you really got to get after it and get out of bed right away like go out get some breakfast don't give yourself time to relax you know it's if you decide to chill you're like oh i'll just watch like a couple episodes of tv first and then i'll get started once i relax like it's not gonna happen you just gotta you just gotta fight fire with fire maybe uh go to the gym i like to sweat it out you know even if i'm even if i'm pretty deathly hungover just like Go for a little run, lift it, maybe just do some biceps and triceps. You don't need a crazy workout, just something to get the, the blood flowing. I don't know if, uh, if you agree. Yeah, no, for sure. I'd say a few tips, like you got to shower as early as possible. Because you, you'll, yeah, you'll sweat it out in the shower too. And you can take like a 30-minute shower. But if you get up and you have like some coffee and then take a nice long shower and like get dressed – because if you don't and you're lounging around in your pajamas, you're 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 done. I mean, your day's over. And there's nothing wrong. With it. I've done that so many times. It's some great days, you know, just lounging on the couch, chilling. But uh, that's one thing I'll say. Get some grease in you for breakfast. Make some bacon or go get some uh, McDonald's or something as well. But uh, definitely, I, I like to, you know, I always uh, remember a quote: "Proper preparation prevents poor performance." So that night when you're pounding the drinks, you know, slip a few waters in there. First of all, it'll keep you refreshed and go on the night of, but you'll really, you'll really thank yourself for it the next day. Absolutely. And like part of it's just like the mindset too. like see overcoming your hangover as a challenge, not a hindrance, you know, like what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Like just, just understand that the day is going to be a little tougher, but if you push through, you'll just be tougher the next time around and understand that you're not a hundred percent like. Start off the day with some small goals and then work big. Get some small wins. You know, same with like the gym. You know, just maybe don't do like a full squat workout. Maybe just do some buys and tries and and be happy with that. Don't be too hard on yourself. The the hangover. You know. Yeah, and and Hail Mary, like a little hair of the dog never hurt. Maybe a Caesar. You know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, sometimes oh, yeah. des- desperate measures. You know. Yeah. I would say other than alcohol, maybe Gatorade would be the best hangover drink. Some people nice, like uh, uh, tomato juice. Yeah, tomato juice is really, really good. Even like Vitamins, before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Get a little energy drink in ya. And then the best hangover breakfast is certainly McDonald's. Like I, I, I have to disagree with you there because it used to be – like it is. Like it, there's nothing like a greasy McDonald's to set you straight. But I find like – an hour later, it just adds to my hangover, and I like really don't want to do anything. Like, <laughs> you get, you I like get super lazy after. Yeah, I like to go like yeah, diner down my street, Green Spot. For those of you in Montreal, in the St. Henry area, I like to go there, get a nice healthy breakfast, get a little cottage cheese, a bagel, two poached eggs, and some Tabasco. Can't go wrong with that. Feel keeps me light on my toes. That does sound pretty damn delicious. Oh yeah. All right. Well. Let's hope – I mean, I had a hangover a few weeks ago. It was so bad, and I didn't do anything on the whole day. So uh, I think I'm going to have to take this list to heart and start applying it the next time I'm out having a few cold ones. Yeah, because every time – like, obviously, like, having water sporadically through the night is great, and we're saying it like we do it all the time, but I've literally never grabbed a glass of water. Well, it's tough when you're at the bar. You know, you're, you're not in that mindset to uh, grab yourself a water. And then you feel like bad asking the bartender, like, can I also have like a glass of water? But like, you need to, it's, it's your health. It's your life. Take advantage. Yeah. Just tip them and you'll be fine. Well, before we get into the topics of day, let's get rusty in here. Do a little quick market recap. 
of what was a lighter week in earnings this week, but tons of news nonetheless. Welcome to another market recap with your main man, Rusty. The stock market had one of its best weeks in recent months, with all major indices rallying and showing green across the board. Oil crossed the $70 barrier for the first time since 2014, and when Big Don announced that the U.S. would withdraw from the Iran deal, the rally continued. U.S. producer prices barely rose in April, although the expectation is that they will increasingly rise in the near term given the withdrawal from said Iran deal as well as import tariffs. Following suit, U.S. consumer prices also rose less than expected on low prices for used cars and airfare. On a cautionary note, the U.S. yield curve flattened to its lowest level since August 2007. A flat yield curve is not the apocalypse, however a negative yield curve has historically paved the way for bear markets and recessions. In earnings news, car rental company Hertz got hurt as they missed earnings badly, while SeaWorld rallied after a rare beat. WestJet's 20% quarterly revenue drop swung shares down 10%, and Alibaba competitor JB.com's heavy logistics spending led to an earnings miss. Disney seesawed after a pretty strong quarter, led by the popularity of Black Panther. Everyone still loves video games as Electronics Arts rallied after beating on both the top line and bottom line. Monster Energy fell 7% after an earnings miss in JP Morgan downgrade. Video streamer Roku beat the street but fell, with their streaming revenue surpassing their hardware sales. Chipmaker chip Nvidia smashed their expectations, but shares dipped as a more modest Q2 outlook and crypto slowdown fears spooked uncertain investors and fueled the bears. In other news, Nestle is paying Starbucks $7 billion to sell its coffee in retail outlets worldwide. Google's I.O. conference demonstrated the company's commitment to artificial intelligence and teased some exciting new features. California announced that all new houses built in 2020 and beyond will require solar power, sending solar stocks over the moon. Hope y'all are enjoying the nice weather. Have a beer for me. I'll see you next time. Rusty out. Rusty, don't don't leave too fast today. Don't leave too fast today. We had uh, we had that interview scheduled. We got the fans uh, wanted to learn a bit more about we're, you. We're gonna so do an we... interview with me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't, don't don't head out the door. Yeah, yet. he's up. Uh, Jimmy's got <laughs> just... some questions for you, I believe. All right, yeah, yeah, all right, just whatever. <laughs> just blitzing out the door, man. My contract Relax. calls for five minutes a week. That's it. Ah, come yeah, on, Rusty. Out, you man. said you do a couple. The yeah, people, come on, the people they demand it. All right. So some of the some of the some of the fans been asking. I want to learn a bit more about Rusty. So we wrote down a few questions just to learn how he makes it through the earnings week, seeing as it's just all about over now and preparing for the next one. So you know, just a, a couple quick ones here. So Rusty, what are your what are your, some of your favorite earnings week snacks? Uh, snacks. You definitely need granola bars. Um, you need some sort of candy and chips. You need, you need your, your, you know, your salt and then you need a bit of fruit to balance that out. I like to go with apples and maybe some bananas. Cool. What's that? Like what, what's your favorite candy? Uh, sour, uh, watermelons. Oh, nice. Get the extra sugar on there. Get the eggs. Get the sugar rush. What about, uh. What do you sip on? Are you like? Do you like to have like a like a steady beer throughout the day? Or are you more of a soda pop kind of guy? 
Yeah, no, no, no alcohol during heavy work. Uh, you need the Coca Cola though. That's that's what you need. You need Coke at least a liter a day. I would say. At least. All right. <laughs> it keeps you going. Get that's that a sugar, lot of Coke, eh? man. That's probably bad for you. <laughs> ah, you need it. Whatever. <laughs> and uh, what? <laughs> how do you how do you stay focused? Like you know, it's you know, I know uh, you know over the over the two week period with the earnings week where it gets really heavy. Like, how do you? Get, demand so much from your body and your mind in such a short span of time yeah jimmy i get that question all the time you know i think you really got to stick to a routine um you got to be committed to working at least 10 12 hours every day but you got to stick to your routine wake up at the same time uh do a little workout midday at the same time get the coffee going keep focus maybe a green tea at night do some yoga meditation go for a nice walk to clear the head when you can but really sticking on your routine and staying focused is the key in, uh, in busy times. And I think that's true for, for anyone who's working hard. All right. That's very good. And, you know, you mentioned working like 10, 12 hours a day. It's a lot, it's a lot of time to be spending working, especially for like a, a solid two-week period with the amount of stress that you have to deal with. You know, finding downtime, always important even when you do have a lot to do. So what tricks do you have to snap in and out of mind frames? Like what gets you in and out of the zone? Yeah, I think I, I just mentioned a few there with yoga, meditation, going for nice walks or working out. I mean, if you really have to as a last resort, you just get blackout drunk and you'll forget all your problems. But uh, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend that one. Yeah. It's not for the faint of heart. <laughs> at least you have the, the business boys uh, Saturday yeah, morning. Russ, you uh, should join us for a drink next time on the show. Nah, nah, I don't drink with you fools. All right, well, let's... Okay, all right. And, uh, you know, we've been talking a bit about your treehouse. Last question. I know you're on a, on a time frame here, but tell us a bit about the treehouse. Like, how does that help you focus? What do you, what do you have in there, man? Got a uh, desk and computer, a little mini fridge with all my stuff, and uh, a few textbooks and some books. Nothing else too much. Uh, just like to be in isolation and... Work in complete solitude when I'm in the zone. Cool. Oh, and he's already out the door. <laughs> Rusty, <guess> <laughs> All right, guys, I got I to gotta run. See you later. All right, thanks, All right. Russ. <laughs> doesn't, take a, doesn't take a second more. It's like that employee. It's like you finish at 4.30 and he's already got his bags packed at like 4.29 ready to dip. Oh, that's it? You sh- there's, there's always some that are out like 4.20 or, or 4.55. Yeah, those are the bold ones. Yeah, just wait till 5.05. <laughs> Seriously. All right. Enough fooling around with good old Rusty Reno. We'll move on to some of the business news of the week. Um, you know, I know Rusty had mentioned Monster. Not with the greatest results last week, but, um, you know, you want to share some light on that, Spence? No, Rusty's gone. Yeah, I think um, so... Monster stock fell, but I think it was fine. Their Q1 sales, uh, their Q1 results, sorry. They, they had pretty strong sales growth. Um, however, their international expansion is kind of hurting their gross margins in the near term. So, you know, I think with their line of products, uh, they got a few different ones. They got like a, a coffee or Java Monster, which is like some coffee stuff, which I haven't really seen around, but I, I really want to try now. Uh, they got one like the zero calorie uh, brand. They got like the juice one. So I think it makes sense as a strategy wise. And um, yeah, near term margins will be hurt, but it's more important to continue expanding internationally and growing your sales. 
especially at this point. Um, one thing that's pretty interesting, and I was thinking about it, is how many big extreme events they uh, sponsor. Like, whenever I put on, like, it's like midday on the weekend, nothing's on Sports sports Center, Sports Center. There's always, like, some BMX on or, you know, like, eSports or, like, drone flying. And it seems like Monster's always sponsoring that. Have you noticed that? I, I haven't noticed Monster sponsoring as much, to be honest, because I don't really, I mean, I, I haven't tuned in for the latest like drone flying or bmx stuff but you're missing out um but like i find what's really cool with like monster sponsoring all that stuff is and what red bull i think does really really good job of is like they don't really sponsor events as much as they just like do their own events which has always impressed me like you know like red bull crushed ice and they invented that like they threw a guy down from the outer space, like they like they did that. Like yeah. I just oh, they have they I have two cool. they like they have two F Formula One teams. Yeah, that's it. That is Red Bull crazy. does. Sorry, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it is sort of. I'm not sure if Monster does that, but it is sort of interesting that you're kind of. Um, yeah, you you. It, it's really a, a genius marketing technique in, in my view because you're attracting fans of these sports and. Your main product, your company, is kind of the secondary attraction there. But like branding-wise, because it's all around in that, it kind of you know it gets implanted in people's brains in that, and people are giving out free Red Bulls and free Monsters. You're obviously going to drink it next time you're at the grocery store. Be like, oh, I had a sick time at the crushed ice. Just pounding vodka Red Bulls. Let me get some more Red Bulls, you know? Yeah, and it really like. Like Red Bull fans, like like Red Bull is just one of those brands, you know, like up there with like Apple and like stuff like that, where you have like the real like loyal, like real loyal Red Bull drinkers, which I find is it's it's really impressive because there are other energy drinks and it's just like there's just diehard Red Bull people and they, they won't switch. And I, I think it's uh, I think it's really impressive. But, you know, you do also have like the diehard Monster fans and Rockstar as well. Yeah, I'm more... I'm not a huge monster fan, to be honest. It's just too much for me because I'm not a big energy drinker. Like I like the smaller cans. That's my preferred consumption, mm, like a yeah, Guru like, or a, a Red Bull. Yeah, I do like the eight point four ounces, and then like like some stores I go into, they have like sixteen ounce monster, and it's like, where are you like where are you going with that? Like, how tired are you? Seems dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I'm also a coffee more of a coffee drinker too. Okay, I don't drink. I don't drink coffee. I was always, uh, I was since for like 10 years, I drank Guru. And uh, when I was like really tired studying, I would, I would dip into the NOS. Ooh, yeah. The NOS seems extreme. It just, that's the one that most closely resembles to me jet fuel. Like, yeah. Well, if I were to fly, if I needed to fly, jump off a building and said you needed to fly, I would probably crank two NOSes and just see Yeah, because, happens. well, first. First of all, it's like the it's like the fuel they use in in uh, Fast and Furious. It's like, <laughs> and oh, second yeah, of all, true. they got the, that's why. And they have that blue can or that that bad bottle. You know the bottle, yeah, not the can. Yeah, exactly it's like blue exactly. and it's got like the gears of the orange like cap. Oh, I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, but maybe since since you're uh, well versed in the industry. Maybe you could only. I was thinking of the future of the energy drink market. Um, you know, as we're switching, as a drink market in general is kind of leaning towards uh, healthier alternatives. I guess you could say. What are some uh, future trends? Maybe we could see like organic, more water based. 
stuff like that. Yeah, well, I think right now what people are really looking at, it, what, what, like as a, as a cultural thing, not just when it comes down to energy drinks, people are becoming more and more, I guess the word I could use is like optimizers. So they're looking at having drinks, they're called, you know, energy drinks or functional beverages that they can not only enjoy, it's not just like a, like a soda pop or like something that tastes good. They want something that tastes good, but actually has benefits as well. So if you look at like, for example, um, like Red Bull gives you energy, uh, Guru, it's an organic energy drink. So you're getting that boost of energy without the synthetics that come along with it. Then there's other drinks like Life Aid, for example, is one that's, uh, I believe it's natural and it helps you. They have like different flavors or different kind of like products where one's like a focus aid, one like helps you recover. So more and more people are shifting towards something that's more, that has like a, an, an additional benefit to it. Um, you know, big kombucha craze going as well. It's, you know, healthy for you or to a lot of people say that it is. Um, so something, yeah, that, that adds value on top of just the taste. I think is where a lot of a lot of energy drinks are a lot where the market is going. Then there's a lot of cold brew coffees which are coming out now. So um, you know, like my you mentioned, Monster had one. Um, there's like High Brew, which is like a coffee energy drink, cold. So there's a there's a there's a, a bunch more, but yeah, people are really looking more towards like healthier options. I know Amp for those of you who know Amp Energy Drink, they have like an organic one as well. So people are just looking to always just like add more value than just the taste of their beverage. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was reading is that like the U like the, in the US it's probably global as well. Like the soda sales have been like declining for the past like 10 years. Um just as like, you know, people's doctors are like you got to cut down on all your sugar and this stuff's really bad for you. But uh energy drinks have been you know, it's obviously a much newer market and newer products and everything, but they've been expanding kind of year over year. So I guess that's kind of interesting to say because, uh, you know, you hear some stories about like people chugging like 10 Red Bulls and then, you know, you know, uh, they're dying or bad medical stuff, which is obvious. Like you shouldn't be chugging like 10 of these a day or like you have to drink these responsibly. Absolutely. And the thing with like, like not to knock on them, you know, uh, whatever, but you know, the thing with like Red Bull, Monster, Rockstar is um, the energy, it's all it's all artificial. It's like synthetically created, which like, for example, like the taurine and it gives you a bit of a downer as well. So you get like the, you know, when you get like the heart palpitations or you get a little shaky or dizzy, I find is uh, it's because it's like synthetically created and people are, you know, more so than ever looking for something healthy. And, and we're just like, I mean, look at millennials. We're just like an on the go type of type of being i guess <laughs> I don't know. like we're, we're on the go all the time we want we get you know grab and go drinks we pick up our lunches we make up we make our lunches less like you know we'll we go and get drinks on the go they switch for the lighter option they want something that's going to give them some sort of nutritional value on top of tasting good we're just a way more demanding generation so we want the most out of everything and you know soda pop it's like 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 it's still delicious like i had a ginger ale the other day and i it was a, like one of the best thing. I was so thirsty and I just grabbed a nice cold ginger ale and it was amazing. <laughs> but like it's not something I, I drink all the time. Whereas like I used to just chug root beer like it was nobody's business. Oh, root beer is great. Yeah, no, for sure. You, you definitely feel pretty crappy after you've been drinking a lot of pop. Yeah, because you get those downers from like all the sugar as well. And like it's just it's a toughie, you know? Yeah, yeah. Actually, like I think uh, the energy drinks too have come a long way in terms of taste. I think they they taste a lot better than they used to. 
Hmm. On the whole. Anyways, since you're so well versed in this uh, energy, I got I got a few a uh, few quick quiz questions here, so you can uh, try to get some points back. Okay. Yeah, I'm down four hundred to one hundred. <laughs> All right. So first, you got fifteen seconds to name the top five selling energy drinks in North America. Okay. All right. Go. Do, what, what's what do I get? You get like uh, you can get uh, fifty points for each one you get right. All right. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of points. Okay, yeah. really... but you only got fifteen seconds. Yeah. Okay. Three, two, one, go. Red Bull. Yeah. Monster. Yeah. Rockstar. Yeah. Um, Nos. Yeah. One left. Amp. Yeah. Okay. Good. Killed it. <laughs> that's how it's done, Maybe ladies like, and gentlemen. Give me two hundred and fifty points for that one question. Well, give you, me like, you know what? I'm a man of my word, and and I said I I wasn't sure you were gonna get the bottom two there. I thought maybe you'd get. Oh it. come on! You know I'm well versed <laughs> in my industry, man. I don't fuck around. All right, all right, all right, all right. Let's do, let's uh let's crank up the the volume a little bit on the difficulty. All right. The CEO of Red Bull was on a business trip back in the eighties. When a mysterious foreign drink, which became Red Bull, cured his jet lag slash possible hangover, which country was he visiting? Because I know Red Bull's from Belgium, right? It's Belgium. But where was he visiting? China. Uh, close. No, that, that is incorrect, though. He was on a business trip to Thailand. Thailand, oh. yeah, and then uh, tasted it, brought it back. I think it's Austrian, actually, originally, and then uh, oh, or European. Yeah. But uh, Thailand was the origin. Uh, you could see it has a different name, even the original Red Bull, and it's a bit different. I think it's like more intense, the original Thai version. And then, okay, that was worth 100 points, but you didn't get it. And then this last one. So it's 400, 350. All right, we'll, we'll do another 100 point one because it's pretty hard. Which, which hip hop band sued Monster over the use of their music in an online ad campaign? It's a multiple which, choice. Okay, nice. Okay. A, Cypress Hill. B, Beastie Boys. C, Run DMC. Or D, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> I'm going to go with D, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> Wrong. Oh, <laughs> it's the Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys. I saw you giggling I like an idiot. It. I Wu-Tang knew it. When I was writing up the fake answers, which is so much fun to do. I wish that must be a fun part of being a teacher. When I was writing up the fake answers, I knew I, if I put Wu-Tang Clan in D... That's going to stump him. He's, he's going to be hooked on that Wu-Tang clan. <laughs> Proven correctly. I maintain my lead. 400 to 350. Yeah. The, the Beastie go. Boys. Oh, They're so good. I was so actually listening beer. to them today. Intergalactic Planetary. Yes, yes. Very good. Uh, the Beastie Boys. So is this uh, Golden Delicious. What, what am I drinking? Milwaukee Ice. Something like that. Old Milwaukee. I finished my vino. Uh, Yo, so I got a question for you. So, like, I'm like, I'm. I've always been like. A, Can't believe like, they're not sponsoring I'm, me for this. <laughs> so I've already been. I've always been like. Uh, I've never been a coffee fan. Yeah, what's up with I that? I drink. 
I drink energy drinks. I love Guru. I uh, have for like 10 years. And then I dabbled in NOS as well. Um, but like, so this whole Starbucks Nestle thing, um, like is, okay, here's my question. Cause like a big thing is they're buying the brand obviously, but like is start like as a coffee drinker, is Starbucks coffee even that good? Like, cause you hear mixed things. Like you have the Starbucks, like diehards that are like, oh, it's the best thing. And then you have people who are like, nah, like it's like, it's McDonald's coffee is better. McDonald's does have very good coffee. Um, yeah, I think you I think you nailed it right there. Like it's a mix of like the brand with the the quality of the coffee. It is very good coffee. Uh for me, like I'm not a picky coffee drinker. I'll you know, I'm not going to spend 2-3 on a cup of coffee, and that's like minimum at Starbucks. You know, I much prefer just making, you know, no-name coffee at home. I could get a big full tin for $5 and I'll drink it black. Like I you know, I, I prefer the, oh, I don't prefer it, but I don't mind the crappy coffee and I don't think it's that much better than the rest, but you know, I definitely think there's people out there and a good amount that will only drink, you know, Starbucks or premium roast brands type of that. So that's why I actually think it's a, I mean, it's a lot of fucking money and I haven't, uh, I haven't had the chance to really dig into, you know, do some projections for sales and that, but Considering they own like Nescafe and uh, Nespresso, and maybe they can make pods with it too, and that like people, oh, I'm sure they will. Yeah, people will buy the uh, Starbucks because um, like if, if, if you think of, I'm sure they will because like I mean their their brand is just like I, I'm just curious to know how much of it is brand versus how much of it is is the coffee itself because like I mean yeah, if you think 50, if you look 50. at like okay because like I would say their core like their core competency is not coffee it's like the, it's brand it's the experience it's like. You know, same like like with Apple, like you know, I mean, the the debate is is years long, but like when you look at Apple, like they they make great computers, but like their core competency is is sales and marketing, like a hundred percent has to be like that. Then people often forget that part of like a, a brand. It's not just about the product itself. It's like, can you sell? Like I'm sure, yeah, for there sure, could be better computers out there. I mean, whenever your your strategy is is um you know, a premium product, we're not going for the cost strategy, you're going for uh, product differentiation and being able to apply premium, you still do need an amazing product. So. Oh, 100%, 100%. I'm not saying that you can have a shit product and make it look like a great one. But I think if you're if you're if you look at like their skills, like on a like, I don't know if you were doing like, like NBA 2k ratings, like sales and marketing would be like 99 and like coffee would be like 95 or something like that yeah for sure and also too like they have a lot of you know specialty coffees that people really enjoy where versus you go to you know mcdonald's or tim hortons it's it's usually just you know dunkin donuts usually just uh people getting simple coffees or maybe a vanilla latte but starbucks you can get you know the whole nine yards you can get anything you want pretty much you know you know frappuccino or I don't know what people drink. Mochiatas. Frappuccino, 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 Macchiato, Cappuccino. It's all coffee. Let's move on to Google. What do you think? Yeah, let's uh, let's move on. I enjoyed I enjoyed watching the I.O. conference. Great googly moogly are they going into AI. <laughs> oh, man. It's like, yeah, it's insane. Like they got – so – uh, Google Assistant's gonna get a big upgrade. Uh, again, same same thing as Alexa, like being able to handle the continuous conversations. 
um, do a bit more with that, um, more of like a personal assistant. Um, so just kind of competing with Alexa. Um, there are Google Photos. I don't know if you use Google Photos. I use it like a bit. Um, do you use it at all, Google Photos? No. Okay, well, it's pretty sweet. Like, it organizes your photos, but it also has, like, like now they're going to increase their facial recognition. So, we could, like, let's say, like, I keep adding pictures of, like, me and you. Like, it'll say, like, oh, you have, like, a bunch of pictures with Spencer. Like, do you want to see, like, an album of pictures with you and Spencer? It's, like, pretty sweet. Uh, AI is now that, like, their updates are going to be, like, for editing and sourcing. So, it'll help you edit photos, give you recommendations, also sort better with facial recognition, which is really cool. Um so, you know, AI for just the, uh, you know, for the consumer. Um, they're also talked about smart displays. So with help of YouTube and the Google Assistant, so I'm working together, not only can you use like the voice, like the Google Assistant, but a smart display that ties with it for like how-to videos. So if I was like, oh, like, uh, you know, how do, I, uh, how do I do a Windsor tie? Like I got a wedding today. It'll like pull up a video for you on how to do a Windsor tie, which is pretty sweet. Um, I could definitely use that because my, my tie days are, are way well behind me. Well, I think, um, I, I think ties are a bit passe, you know, the business casual is kind of taking that over. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I wear a t-shirt to jeans to work, but like, you know, I, like I got my mom's, my mom's wedding coming up soon. I'm going to, I'm going to tie a nice tie. Oh yeah. See if I can do a Windsor and well, even more joke, so. I'm gonna it's need the that. full Windsor you need. Oh, it's the double. It's yeah. the full Windsor. Yeah. yeah. That's, uh, that's kind of out of style, but. Anyways, yeah, well, I whatever. I don't know the. Other, I don't know Google what the other ones are you, called. That's for sure. I, I've like I'm really tall. Like I'm like six two, right? So it's like, like you are. You're pretty tall too. Like it's hard to do like a full fat tie when you got like a lengthy upper body. Yeah, you need. Uh, you need to before you tie the tie. We're getting so off topic here, but whatever. <laughs> before you tie the tie, you need to make sure the the uh, smaller, the thinner part is relatively short. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But you know, it's just I'm just saying it's 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 tougher to have a thick knot when you when you need to use the thinner part. Is all I'm saying. Yeah. Google Assistant coming to <laughs> Google Maps. <laughs> so uh, they're going to be focusing on augmented reality for that. So I'm um, just gonna yeah, this is pretty gonna, cool. Yeah, so just gonna quote it right out of uh, TechCrunch article because they said it best. You know, um, so the the maps integration it also combines the camera, computer vision technology, and Google Maps with Street View. So with the camera maps combination, it, it's really going to look like you've like jumped inside the street view, which is cool. And then Google Lens can do things like identify buildings or even like dog breeds just by pointing the camera at the object in question. So like um, it can also, yeah, also identify text. So imagine like the Pokemon Go comes to Google Maps, which is like pretty sweet. I, I think as they continue to develop, it'll be super useful and like super cool. Um, they upgraded uh, something called their TPU software. So just from my understanding, uh, it's going to help the, the engineers create better machine learning technology. So a big thing for this is going to attract more of those like high level engineers to, to Google as like a pioneer in the space. And then, uh, big thing I, I think I'm definitely going to get on this. I don't use this far enough. Is there Google news redesign? Um, so it's, it's kind of like a, a direct, almost like a direct marketing or a direct attack on Facebook, especially good timing since Facebook's kind of clouded in, uh, in uh, what do you, what's the word I'm looking for? Shit. Uh, 
Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> scandals is the word I was looking for, but shit is a great word as well. Um, so it's going to be powered by AI, gives users a more customized place to keep up with their news, updated stories, get a bigger picture of the news. So let's say like I've read certain articles. They're not going to send me like intro articles. They'll send me like updates as based on like what I've read, which is pretty cool. Um, and like, honestly, like, like I'll just throw a little rage in here. Like fucking Facebook's algorithms. Like I don't get it. Like I'm scrolling down Facebook and I see the same shit from my friends all the time, like over and over and over again. Like just like the same picture is just stuck there. But then the news pages I like that I follow, like they post like, like 80 new articles a day and I don't see any of them pop up my feed and it's fucking bullshit. Like I want the news, not like, not like the funny meme about the cat or the dog or like, oh my God, that's so me, which I cannot stand. Well, uh, it's just that's, fucking... that's behind their recent uh, switch a few quarters ago to make it more right. friend friend based, right? I don't like it. I and I oh, hate. I'm not a big I fan fucking of social media in general, but like I fucking hate the that's like you know the, you know what I'm talking about the that's so me like no, memes. I have, I have no idea. <laughs> like like it's like actually like it's like a meme or like a video and it says like actually me getting out of work out of bed monday morning and it's like uh, a picture of like a cat like like falling asleep and it's like oh my god like at you at you at you like that's so me and you're like nobody f- like like really i mean i use facebook to communicate and that's about it i think i think probably spending less time on all those sites is probably a good thing for you i don't know yeah i probably should eh but like I, that's where I get my news. But not now. Google News redesign. I'm on it. <laughs> I'm I'm interested uh, with that as well. They had some cool news uh, coming out of Waymo. Uh, no demonstration, but uh, some definitely positive encouragement that we will have uh, some sort of self-driving fleet, maybe just in Arizona, but in some way, shape, or form, um, p- perhaps even by the end of the year or, or 2019. So so definitely that's exciting. And then, uh, you know, some Gmail updates, uh, the smart compose thing where it'll, it's pretty much like uh, the auto correct text where except it like suggests like what you're going to say. So um, that could be kind of frustrating now that I think of it. But, you know, again, just, you know, illuminating how much, um, you know, machine learning and AI investment they're really doing. And integrating across all their platforms. I think there were some hardware announcements too with their like tablets coming out in that. But, you know, I think it makes sense with the AI and kind of the software end of it. Google hardware, even though Android is doing pretty well, you know, Android isn't the actual phone. It's the backbone of it. So I think uh, their investments make sense. And um, yeah, there's definitely some really exciting, exciting um developments that are going to come out in the next three to five years and even sooner yeah Yeah, for sure i've always been like a big fan of google like even gmail is like it's so good like even like it's way better than ask jeeves than what ask jeeves (laughs) Jeeves? it's like a little like uh little guy yeah yeah yeah, he had such a weird face but uh (laughs) it's insane that google could have um Google almost sold to Yahoo for like seven hundred fifty thousand, way back in the day. Yahoo! Yeah, that was a huge uh, blunder by Yahoo. 
Yeah, seriously. They still got Yahoo Finance, I guess. Yeah, that, that is it. That's like their and even Yahoo Finance is pretty garbage. That's all they have. I mean, it's not even uh, they sold out, right? But yeah, no, it was a cool. I I enjoyed the conference. It was well done. It was very interesting. I was quite. Uh, you could probably go on YouTube and watch it, or at least watch the highlights. Get a good roundup. Um, yeah, I think if you're into machine learning and artificial intelligence, you know, Google's probably a good place you'd want to invest. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, this beer uh, is good. Yeah, my wine was done halfway through, but I'm all set up here. I couldn't go back to the fridge and get another glass. So I'm, I think I'm going to do that now. Go cook a little dinner, let's a little chicken. It. Let's do it. All right. Well, let's get out of here. Lay down yeah. All right. Pod. Well, from all of us here at Business Boys, thank you for tuning in. Getting uh, slowly seeing those listen those listeners and downloads creeping up. So thanks everyone for the support and uh, drop us a line, drop us a comment, and uh, yeah, have a good week. Peace out. Check you later.